Welcome to Legit Bat. I'm Joe, and Jen is with me today. No Ben. But our guest today is Sean from Kill the Mockingbirds, and Joel was not able to make it tonight, so that's that sucks. But, you know, Ben couldn't make it either, so I can't talk shit. One uh, for one. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you uh, introduce yourself? Uh, we've been on your show, but I don't think we've had you on ours. So uh, no, tell, tell the batters about your show and what you guys do over there. Uh, Kill the Mockingbirds, pretty much. We do news, paranormal, and conspiracies and kind of go down the journey to see like the connection between all of them nice i mean that's generally what we do too uh talk shit on the news and we were just uh before we started recording we were talking shit about biden i mean you kind of can't but what's some of uh your favorite stuff you've been doing lately because i know you did a big uh like expose style thing on trump and how did that go over did you get a lot of hate for that I didn't as much because like I already had got those hate waves like because I've this is probably like my I think well, almost fourth year like three and a half years doing this and at first everybody was like I had an Instagram I started getting my Instagram popular and people were like yeah he's against the mask he's against the vaccine yeah then I was like yeah but I don't know about these cops and they're like whoa whoa and then I started saying stuff about Trump and people started getting I got into a lot of uh I weed a lot of those people out, but we got some people that were a little bit like, you know, they send us documentaries and we're like, hey, check this out. He's a good guy, man. He's the king. You know, just look at him. And then there was a lot of good response. So where people are like, you know what? Kind of made me uh, open my eyes a little bit. You're kind of right. Because we were talking about like the policies, the actual things that he did, like not just and then, you know, a little bit of the occult of like, you know, my whole thing is like whether it's real or not, these people believe it. Right. And if you're going to say one guy throwing up a, a pyramid is means he's Freemason or Illuminati, then if the other guy does it, you're like, oh, well, he's just sitting. You, you got to call them all out or don't call them out at all. Yeah. And a lot of those things, we, we've talked about that, too. But a lot of the, you know, the celebrities with covering an eye or putting their hands in a certain way. It's like sometimes people just put their hands like that, too. Sure. I, I think that's for certain. But like I said, I think that when somebody's calling people out like they're like oh obama look at him in his hands and then if i go okay well trump also sits like that like you can't say if you say that for sure obama's illuminati because of that then you would have to say trump but if you you don't have to say either or i'm with you like because people sit weird like a weird picture like when you're getting multiple pictures taken of you you know i mean all of us have especially now with the camera phones and there's some like goofy ones right like where you're like you might not look the 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 what you're looking for and i think that happens for sure but i was just saying that like the people like it's it's a uh being a hypocrite like if you're if you're saying oh these guys are all illuminati because they have these connections i'm like well he also does have these connections too so yeah you can't cherry pick that yeah Yeah, exactly just because one has an r and wasn't one has a d after the name doesn't really i think a lot of people are figuring that out now too they're still hardcore on both sides but I think by and large, most people are figuring out that it doesn't really matter what they say they are. It's what they do. And we all seem to be more collectively fucked all the time. Like you said before the show, no, they just want us to think we are. And that's probably true. But like, yeah, I, I don't know. It's uh, I try not to pay attention to the politics near as much anymore, but it's still shoved down my neck, you know, on Instagram and Facebook yeah. and I just keep scrolling. I'm like, I don't, I don't care. I didn't even hear about the whole Israel attack until like a day later because I wasn't paying attention. I was, I was on it. I'm not gonna lie, I was on it, and I'm like, uh, I knew it was gonna go really crazy. Like you saw, like the right now, like it's like the rights Ukraine. 
You know what I mean? Like it's gonna. Oh, it's yeah. just so weird how that happens. You see these shifts of like where they're like, man, I everybody on the right was like, man, we gotta stop giving money to Ukraine and these these useless wars. And then it shifts when it's like now the people that are in their team, they're like, well, Israel, we got to back them up. You know, they had their. And if you heard the verbiage I was going on, they were like, it was a 9-11 style attack. You know what I mean? And that's the the what they're trying to bring up. And then there now there's all these videos of like supposedly I'm not saying it is true or not true. I have no idea. I just take it with a grain of salt when the Israeli government is the one saying it. They're saying that they found like 200 kids decapitated and stuff like that. And it makes me remember the Kuwaiti princess that was in front of Congress talking about uh, Saddam Hussein and them. They were killing babies. They were smushing uh, kids in the incubators. And then later on, it turned out to be false. Yeah. Weapons of mass destruction all over. Yeah. yeah. Every exactly. single thing on yeah. my newsfeed today was all Israel. And it was all those trigger word headlines. And they're focusing a lot on that, that freedom fest that was attacked and all of the women who were kidnapped and they were influencers or from other countries and their parents are so worried about them. I'm not saying it didn't happen, but it's definitely tugging at the heartstrings of Americans right now. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what they're trying to do. More fear, emotion based, you know, be, look, be scared. And this really sucks. So uh, we're going to send money over there. OK, is that cool? And everyone's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, the other thing is that. Uh, I heard Lindsay Sharman over at uh, Rogue Ways was talking about. She did this thing, and she's like, "I don't stand with Israel. I don't stand with Pakistan. I don't stand or Palestine. I don't stand with Ukraine. I don't stand with Russia. But I stand with all the people, the innocent people that are, you know, a product of these proxy wars." And so it's maddening when people are just like, "I stand with this." And I mean, we've been over and over this the last three years. The next current thing, you know, and this is obviously the next current thing. You can even you can't even make this up. But you know, there's some people that are very uh anti-Jew and think that they're the ones behind the New World Order and every they're the top of the that I think that's just as reductive as saying it's all Freemasons or it's all uh you know what take your pick whatever people point at. It's just it, it there are a lot of connections to that, to Israel and funky things going on and their intelligence agencies and all that. But to just say that that's they're the problem and fuck them for that. Like, I don't I don't know. I don't buy into that. No, I'm with you completely. I hate when people actually do that. I've actually had to like jump when I first started doing this. I was like letting people just jump on my lives like because I was like, oh, I got to try. You know, you're trying to find gas and you're just. And some dude was like, oh, man, it's the Jews. Dude. I was like, all right, hey, buddy, you know, we'll get back to you. Like, man, what? And he's like, what happened? I'm like, all right, you know, internet, you know. Like, I didn't yeah. really want it because some people you can't convince. And I I think that all these people think, whether it's Illuminati, Freemason, and I'm not, don't get me wrong, I like looking down some of those things. It's interesting, but to think one is all, I think that's just small, small thinking because in actuality, there's a bunch of factions, right? And obviously, all those people don't always get along, but sometimes they get along because they may have a common goal. And so they have to work together. I think that's why there is, I think they will try to get a global government. I think that they may succeed at one point, but it will constantly have a tug of war because everybody wants to be in charge. I mean, look at a regular job. People are like, I should be supervised, man. I don't even know how to do that thing, man. It's so easy. Like, you know what I mean? He makes salary. And like, they just start getting all mad. Because they have no idea what's really going on. And when you really like peel it back, everybody wants power. And I think it's just this pull of these strings. And sometimes it just kind of falls in the favor. And there's propaganda on propaganda. And then when you look back and you go, maybe these people did get kidnapped, right? Maybe 
maybe some of these kids were beheaded or killed, right? I don't I don't know what's true, what's not true, but if it is true, who's really behind it? Who's really behind Hezbollah? Who you know what I mean? Like I would like I don't know that for a fact right now. I couldn't say like, but there's obviously some kind of intelligent agency now. It could be like a Chinese intelligence agency that wants us to go this way or whatever it may be. But to me, the people that are profiting right now is the defense contractors, right? They're the ones that oh, are yeah. like blowing up. They're like, oh, man, oh, no pun intended, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> that was accidental. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, it's the same story. I mean, the same with back in uh, 9-11 and, you know, like I said, the WDM thing or WMDs, yes, yep. weapons of mass destruction. Um, the same thing. There, we got to go in there and do this because we got to, you know, send freedom their way. And then all everybody got uh, Raytheon and all these defense contractors get uber rich. Then it calms down for a couple years, and they find a new way to make money. And it just keeps happening. If people aren't noticing that by now, that the only people that win in war are defense contractors in the government. And, and isn't it ironic? And isn't isn't it ironic that they were trying to get like money for Ukraine, and everybody was like, "Nope, no more." And then all of a sudden, this other thing happens where they're like, "Well, okay, they no more Ukraine." You're even here on the news that like I heard newscasters being like, "You know, sometimes you have to when there's this Ukraine's just a conflict. This is a war." Now they're shifting, they're pivoting because they're like, "Okay, you don't want to put money here, which tug on your heartstrings at something else." They're, they're done with the Ukraine stuff. But now, you know, Israel does have like, you know, a soft spot in Americans' hearts because it's been propagandized for us to like look at them as a, a country that's constantly being picked on, even though they have the biggest military. Like in that region, they have a huge military. They have a, a dome that protects them from missiles. And again, I'm not saying the Hezbollah and those different factions aren't. I don't know who they're exactly connecting and running with, but they're bad people, too. But. They may, they attack uh, Israeli kids and this and that, but people forget that Israeli troops do the same thing. Like I was talking to my mom on the phone earlier, and she was like, "You know, man," and, I, and she already knows how I'm gonna say. I wanna. She's like, "You know, but it's messed up. What's happening to them?" I'm like, "Yes, it is." But look at like videos. I remember there was a video 20 years ago, and it was like these Israeli cops uh, following these kids to school, Palestine kids, uh, Palestinian kids going to school, like walking their barefoot, and they're throwing rocks at them. Like these are seven year old kids, eight year old kids, and these are grown men. Because they look at them as scum of the earth. And unfortunately, Palestinians in that region are looked as lesser than and looked as like they're they're backwards. You know what I mean? They're like old time. They, they, they're they not in the future. And that's why none of those countries protect them. Yeah. Well, the way that it's propagandized is so maddening because you most of the time, you know, whoever our interests lie in if they get attacked obviously the uh, the aggressor is automatically the bad guy putin is automatically the bad guy in ukraine um palestine's automatically the bad guy because our buddy israel is getting attacked the only way that never works like that is all the places we attack they're the bad guys so we have to go attack them and i, I just wonder how different countries uh medias you know portray us i guess i think most of the world is kind of laughing at the u.s the last several years but like actually laughing out loud yeah but I want to. I would be curious to know what like the uh, the media reports on with the U. Oh, the U.S. just fucked up another country. Like I think Australia's <laughs> media does report that way. They make fun Australia of us rips openly. On us. It's funny. Yeah, yeah Sky that. News especially, man. Sky News yeah. got like they go in at Biden pretty hard too, man. They make it. They make it known what they their their thoughts. 
the, it, and there's a lot of weird news too, man. Like it just seems like people are losing it. And I think that is a con like when last time we talked, we were talking about like COVID and how like that really honed people in. I think that like really made people go crazy, you know, like it, it, it got them stuck online and now they take that online persona into like the real world and they just go crazy. Like, I don't know, man. It's just weird. No, we just talked about this with my buddy last night. We're like, have you noticed uh, a huge uptick in people just being wild on the road and not necessarily driving crazy, but just being retarded, like driving 25 in a 50 zone and just pulling out in front of you as they're going, you know, just, I drive for a living. So I think I notice it more than the average person, but yeah. And it's not just driving. That's just one example, but yeah, there's just a lot. It's weird. It's strange. It's, it's all the effects of the COVID vaccine. We actually did it. We did an application interview today with, uh, I didn't even tell you this yet with, uh, a woman who worked in China for years. She is Chinese and she researches vaccines. She researches the effects of vaccines. She's like the vice president of something whatever operations or something. And she was talking in very broken English to my coworker who was conducting the interview about how mRNA vaccines are safe, I think is what I gathered from it. But we don't really know what the effects are going to be for like up to 10 years. She just said that real easily. And she's like, oh, I, th I think it's safe, but we don't really know what the effects are. So my job is to help make sure that it's safe. But she was actually promoting the vaccine. She wasn't saying anything bad about it. But to me, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> that's wild, dude. Isn't You're, that the point of long-term testing? It's so you know. She's like, oh, I took it. And my coworker was like, oh, I took it too. And I didn't say anything at all because I <laughs> was the odd man out in that conversation. I've never been <laughs> tested. They, well, my whole company tests. They're like, I think I have COVID. Did you test? I tested positive. I tested negative. And I'm just sitting there like, I've never even seen a COVID test before. I have no idea what <laughs> it looks like, except for what the media shows me. But that's cool. Well, Whatever. we rolled out that, that anal anal swab test i was like maybe i should get tested i don't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> sign me up for that one how big is the swab yeah that's what i want to know just a tiny little guy oh <laughs> it's up there real easy <laughs> no and there's yeah, a lot of weird stuff going on too i don't know i was trying to find it right now i had it on my clip somewhere i think it's an episode we're dropping this week um can't find the the notes on it but there's like, and it was this week, I think it was between, or maybe last week, October 2nd through like the 5th or something in South Carolina, Georgia, and Tennessee, they were going to be airdropping rabies vaccines and they're going to be in these packets, right? And, um, oh, they're not harmful, you know, like, cause they're in this packet and supposedly they're supposed to get to the, the, you know, oh, cause we can't get deep into that forestry. So this will prevent rabies because you know rabies kills humans but like come on let's be realistic how often is that the case you know what i mean it's not like a big time upticks and like man rabies going crazy right now man and it's just weird to me because i was like you know they they put it on the news about that and there's not really it, it just sounds really familiar because we also played some clips of like you know the world economic forum people and this lady was talking about how man we we didn't complete the task we didn't we didn't vaccinate everybody we, yeah, we have like reports with um, Bill Gates, you know, where he wanted to put mRNA uh, uh, in plants and people like talking about doing it with water, like, all you know, different things to get us this mRNA vaccine. And then it just keeps going like, well, it sounds like they want to keep get us to all take it somehow. 
Yeah. I thought I heard that it was gonna. I don't know. Someone was talking about it possibly becoming airborne. They were going mm-hmm. to make vaccines airborne soon. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, if you believe the idea that COVID could have been an aerosolized bioweapon or something, you know, like who knows? They can probably do whatever. I want to know how they get past the legality of that, though, having an mRNA thing that they put in food or water. That's where I kind of like I'm like, if that were to happen, it, it would, you'd think it would be a long legal process. But then I also think legal legality doesn't really matter to these people. They'll do it anyway. Like they can do whatever they want. If so. half the people die, there's no one to sue them. So, yeah, yeah, nobody's left. <laughs> well, I mean, look at Oxycontin, right? Like. That was pretty uh, deadly for the American public, and they pushed that out pretty easily. You know, doctors were like, all they had to tell doctors was like, man, it's less than 1% addictive. They're like, really? And they did do studies, but the studies were like controlled. And it it was not just the studies, but even when they did like off the books, not real studies, but just had it happen is because people were in the hospital and you're being controlled when it's on an IV instead of like, hey, here's a bunch of pills. Like, yeah, then that's when that whole pain management thing came in. I don't know if you guys seen. I think it's dope sick, dope sick on Hulu, like with Michael. No, Keaton. I haven't seen that. It's all about the Sacklers and the whole um, Oxycontin thing. It's pretty good. Like and they try to pin it all on Purdue Pharma, but there was multiple other, you know, big pharma agencies involved in it. But that's who they're kind of pinning it on. That's what I think is going to happen. That's why I thought the Tennessee thing was like prevalent. I'm like, mm, man, they're, they're talking about putting an airborne. Now there is this a test run of some sort or. So they're saying rabies, but we don't know what's in these packets. So in so it's a packet that contains a vaccine. So is the vaccine inside a shot inside the packet? How does it work? It's I like a chewable, heard. like an eat, uh, like they eat it. Oh, so the animals will just eat it and then all of a sudden not have rabies. Gotcha. Hmm. Yeah, they're, they're good to go. Yeah, with the with the oxycontin thing. So they fudge the numbers, you know, fudge the tests, or you know, did. Did some jackassery with it. Um, why don't people... I mean, a lot of people saw that documentary about Purdue. You think that's not happening with a lot of different drugs? Maybe vaccines? You don't think they're fucking with the numbers a little bit to make... They make money on it. Why would They have a, a vested interest in selling as many of these fucking things as they can. And people are like, oh, the COVID vaccine was free. No, no, no. They're not free at all. Somebody's paying for it through your taxes or anything else. Like, it's not... Or you've already paid for it because they had them stockpiled magically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The financial incentive for these drugs is huge. So they'll do whatever they can and the FDA is in their back pocket. So. But the FDA never gets blamed for any of this shit. They just recall it and go, oh, yeah. And that's the thing is like they they allowed it. They go, yeah, it's the one less than one per day said too about Oxycontin. That's what I was like screaming the whole time during the COVID stuff is like, hey, well, why if they would lie about this, like, why wouldn't they lie about this? Like, for instance, right now, you know, the uh, not a huge story a couple of weeks ago, but the whole like, oh, they they got Keefe D, Tupac's murderer. When this dude has been out like since 2018, wrote a book and been on every single, you know, podcast, Vlad TV talking about how, yeah, I was in the car that killed Tupac. I, I, uh, my 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 nephew was right there and now they just arrested him. Right. And people are like, yeah, see, you know, they believe him that he says that. But he also says that Tupac and Puffy were gay for each other. Like, so they'll go, oh, yeah, but I don't believe that. I'm like, well, you can't. So how can you believe one? Either to me, it's either demiss both lies as lies or be like, man, maybe they're both true. Now, you don't have to completely believe it, but you there's the logical sense is if one's true, the other has a possibility of being true. 
So did they arrest the dude because he like basically confessed to it or like was there evidence? Oh, it's it's weird. It's like uh, they went to his home and they just kind of they were like, yeah, we've been having him staked out. And the only evidence is his confession years. that he he said since 2018. He said like in 2018 and he's had been on countless like you can go on YouTube and you put Keefe D Vlad TV. You're going to see him talking about it. Like he said it multiple times. There's other like uh, police officers that like were involved in the case. I also believe it was Keefe D. But I don't know why they're barely going now. And they even took some like uh, some shells from his home uh, from the gun. And they're like, maybe this is you're like, dude, it's like that was like 30 years ago. You think he's still those are the same shells like they're, it's just dumb. It's just he like to pick him up like yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude yeah the it's whole world got mad bro <laughs> yeah it is pretty crazy man i was just seeing all right here on twitter i guess it was three hours ago uh i don't know if you guys I, i'm on twitter but i only read stuff this one counts pretty cool raw alerts uh as a man jumps and falls 30 feet deep into a reflecting pool at the 9-11 memorial and i will say this is weird because it's always some weird key thing it says Watch on as onlookers horrified when a 33-year-old Manhattan man jumps into the 9-11 memorial pool in New York City. It's just weird, man. It's just, sometimes when you see that 33 pops out so much, my brother gets mad. He's not really like, he's like, he doesn't like Biden, but he actually doesn't like Trump anymore. But he has a different reason why he doesn't. He voted for Trump this last time, but then he found out Trump puts ketchup on a steak and he was like, I'm done. Like he was like, oh, that's I am the best done. reason to hate Trump ever. <laughs> I love that. He so was like, I cannot it. have a president that puts ketchup on his <laughs> And then he found out later he puts pineapple on pizza and he's like, fuck this guy all the oh, way. Up. He loves pineapple on pizza, though. He does love pineapple. Oh, okay. So, like, <laughs> ketchup on steak is kind of a blasphemy, though. And like, pineapple seriously. on pizza is amazing. Yeah, it actually. is. Yeah. Yeah, that is amazing. <laughs> and sometimes you got to switch it up and put a little bit of bacon on it. You know what I mean? A little banking. Oh, yeah. And- Oh, yeah. yeah, we got a pizza place out here that does that instead of like, I don't really like Canadian bacon. No offense, Canadians, a eh? but like <laughs> it's just thin slabs of ham. And I'm like, yeah. I can take it or leave it. But yeah, the best Hawaiian pizza has big old chunks of bacon in. Pineapple. Oh, yeah. And barbecue oh, yeah. sauce instead of red sauce. That's good, too. Oh, yeah, that is good. I do like that, too. I don't know how we got onto pizza from Trump. Know. My bad. No. Oh, great. <laughs> now we're going to be a conspiracy. They'll be like, oh, they're talking about pizza out of nowhere. Oh. Maybe they're part of that one little thing. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> oh, forgot about that. Maybe we should all just do hand signs and get it over with. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I just do it just to, just to be have fun. You know, be like... I, I did that uh, when we were in Colorado. <laughs> Somebody, I broke a chair and I'm sitting halfway in this fucking broke ass chair and a dude comes up to take a picture of me and I just did all of them all at once. I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> like this and I don't even know what all the hands I are. covered one eye and then I stuck my tongue out because that's apparently a, a cult symbol too. I'm like, I'll just do all of them. But yeah, and there, there's a lot to it too. Like the occult symbols like, and, I, and to me, I'm like, I know a lot of people and they're like, you know, they're more versed on these subjects than I am. Right. I'm more geopolitical oh, yeah. is kind of like my like cup of tea. That's where like I know more about. But I do dip into this stuff and I see it everywhere. I don't necessarily think it's as powerful as people think it is. I just think it's everywhere. It's like gang symbols. Right. Like these gangs live forever. It's just a bunch of mafias all over the world. And some are really big. Some are small mafias. And I think that we oversell this whole like everybody's a clone or everybody's illuminati or everybody and and i'm big on like and i say this so much man i'm always talking about this 
Cass Sunstein conf, uh, uh, cognitive infiltration. Cass Sunstein uh, was in the Obama administration in 2000, uh, I think 2008 or around that time uh, when Obama was in office. He wrote a paper. He's a Harvard lawyer. And in the paper, it's called Cognitive Infiltration. And he talks about the importance of infiltrating conspiracy groups, especially 9-11 inside jobbers. And to me, that's 2008. And I've been on this thing. I've been like connecting a lot of stuff throughout different episodes. And I kind of bring it up all the time now. How everything kind of started after that. Like you see Donald Marshall about all the clones, 2012. You, we, we just did an episode about the Mandela effect and not necessarily how everybody else thinks about it. Like the Mandela effect got popularized in 2008, 2009, around the time this paper was written. And I believe a lot of these and even the flat earth movement, which they get upset at me. And I like to me, again, I have no idea what the shape of the earth is. I really don't care. We're like, in the same boat. You could be right. But from my evidence, I think it's probably round, but I could be wrong. I'm not like I, it's not a hill I'm trying to die on, but. This right, movement exactly. really got traction after 2008 too. You know, in 2012 they started. You see all these, and then all the 9/11 was holograms. Uh, the uh, you know the uh, I won't say the name because I think everybody, you know, we don't want to get Alex Jones, but like you know, everybody's a, a crisis actor. Like these these people didn't die. That that they're, they're and not saying that there's not any such thing as a crisis actor. I just think it's a little bit different. I don't think they're recycling the same ones because I think people have to die. And whether it be for an occult ritual, like, again, just because it's not true or doesn't exist doesn't mean these people don't believe it, right? They believe in these upper echelons. People believe in a lot of this occult magic. Now, is it real or not? Nah, that's debatable, but they believe it. But I think also if you take away the occult angle, you have to have people die because that's where you kind of get the sympathy from the public because you're like, dang, that was a kid. Like, I'm good. I've been guilty of that. It's hard when you see like a kid get killed or something. You're like, dang, man, like especially anybody that has kids, you're like, man, if that was my kid. I don't want to kill you. You know what I mean? You get all these emotions and that's how they they display us. So I think all of this goes back to Cass Sunstein and that paper, Cognitive Infiltration. And a lot of people haven't read it and it's a very short read. And I always suggest people to read it because I think that puts perspective on everything that's going on because everything's so fake now. Everything's fake, right? Nothing's real. And I think that's intentional because when you think everything's fake, there's nothing to believe in anymore. Yeah. And I mean, they've done a bang up job on that with everything. And that's why I've, I've said it. I said it a couple of years ago after we started the show. I'm like, every once in a while, do do a check on yourself and your own thinking and just try to think a 180 of the, the, your current opinion on this try to disprove yourself on what you think because then you might find some, find out some shit you didn't know before and you're like ooh there is a problem with this there's a flaw in this logic with this thing that's why i just uh like either, whether it's stuff with israel or ukraine or whatever i have a sister that lives in ukraine and i still think there's something jacked up I'm not saying nobody died I'm not saying there weren't missiles flying i'm not going that far oh it's all just cgi no i don't think so i think People actually do drop missiles because that's how Raytheon makes money. But it's uh, the way it's spun is what's wonky, you know. So something could happen. We'll take the handy shook thing. Uh, we had uh, uh, Josh Josh Monday on doing a deep dive into that, and there is so much with that story that doesn't make sense. That doesn't drive me to think that oh nobody died or whatever. I don't know there's just wonky shit with the story that was kind of swept under the rug. And it's like, what, 
This is one of the biggest stories back in when was that? Handy shook. Was that like was that 2008? 2009? Somewhere around there, I think so. Uh I I'm think around that. 2000 I thought 2012 too. It was 2012. Oh, okay. Because there was a couple school shootings every once in a while back then. But to but, me, yeah. that's more like a MK Ultra stuff. Like that stuff we could actually trade. That's why I think like I get it. Like I have fun with it too. Like, you know, I go out there and like try to check out some crazy stories because there is a lot of entertaining stuff and anything could be possible. But I like to like also look at like the evidence that we could show. Like you can go to documentation, like the CIA, like people were like, oh, source. I'm like CIA.gov. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know how you get a better source than that. They're telling you what they did. And then we're supposed to just believe like, well, they used to do that. They don't do it anymore. The, yeah, you know, the MK the Ultra day. program was shut down back, you know, yeah, century. They don't do that anymore. Why would they do that? My belief is a lot of these mass shooters are because um, I don't know if you guys know, but like after 9-11, um, the FBI and there's plenty of documentation of this where they were like kind of like uh trapping dudes like uh, uh middle eastern dudes and they would get like you know an fbi female agent and like start talking to them and be like i don't know you want to like blow something up or something like you know so they weren't trapping them the honey dick and then they were like yeah and they would find these loners that have no family that make like maybe they yeah and, and then they girls. would go and then they were like okay let's arrest him or like what happened with like i mean um my state michigan gretchen whitmore with all the Oh, they're trying to kidnap her. This plot to kidnap, and then come to find out, like all like eight of the people were FBI informants, and they're the ones that had the idea. You know what I mean? They they finally got. I think they finally acquitted them. It took years. They got them off. You know what I mean? They figured it out. But you can't do that. Like you can't be like, hey, here's the crime. Like an FBI, like a undercover cop can't be like, hey, let's go rob a bank. Here's the bank. Here's the gun. Here's like they can be part of it. Like they're supposed to just watch and observe and kind of like be the witness to, hey, yeah, this is what he did. You can't orchestrate it and then be like, yeah, look what they did. We'll be right back after this quick ad break. So get the skip button ready. But if it doesn't play, well, lucky you. Yeah, it, it's stupid. It goes back to the Ray Epps thing with January 6th. Like, that, that was 100% an op. Yes, there were real people there supporting Trump. And yes, and they walked in. The police let them into the building. We don't have to go off on a tangent on January 6th. But I was watching live streams the day that happened. I was too. Because I thought, I was like, this is weird. Something's, something's I thought gonna it was going to get crazy. And I waited and I waited and I waited. I was hoping. I it was only just got like, crazy after on. <laughs> I well, wanted it to go so the bad. Newscasters, the newscasters were like, look at this mayhem. And then they'd show it. And I was like, wait, what? What are you? Show me the mayhem. I want to see it. I'm, I so bad want to see it. All the mayhem it. came it out after the fact. <laughs> yeah, but they made it obvious. They were just saying it, showing videos. It was clear propaganda. And they wanted people to remember those videos and then be able to be tricked by what the media said about it later. And like, sorry. I was very underwhelmed. Like, no, <laughs> don't remember this correctly. Look at this video. This is showing you what happened and how dangerous and dead it was worse than Pearl Harbor. I wasn't looking Christ for people sake. to die, but I thought people would be like crazy and yelling. Most people were standing still. The only person that died was somebody that a cop shot. Yeah. They talked about the cops. Well, that, that died day. Yeah. Murder. The cops that yeah. died all died after the fact. And then the, the thing to me that stuck out right away, because I was watching all the live, I was at work and I, Cause I'm an anarchist at heart, you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, I get it, guys. You know what? We're taking over. We're, we're... 
I hate the government, right? I'm, I'm all hyped up. And then I'm like, they're walking through the ropes. I'm like, they're walking through the ropes. They're walking the way you're supposed to walk. Like, they're not just... <laughs> so they're inside. They're taking pictures. It just looked like a joke. Like, I was like, man, this is... A like, right away, I thought it was an op, too. But to go back a little bit to the school shooters, what I was saying is that um, I think a lot with the reason I brought up that whole thing with the FBI did is because I think a lot of things that are happening or ever since gaming, right? There's so many kids, so many young adults that are on gaming. And when you're in someone's ear all day and you're playing games with them, you don't know who the person is on the other side. And I think that combined with the discords, I think they get these mentoring candidates or pick people that could snap, right? You, yeah. you start talking, because it's not like every single person they're talking to, they're, feel they're putting out feelers. They're like, oh, who's this guy? Oh, he has this kind of... He snapped before and do this. And I think they implant these things in their head to where they're like, yeah, you know, maybe you want to go over there and go to the school. And, and it has to because if you see all these mass shooters, which is weird to say because, like, I mean, there's tons of mass shootings, like, I mean, in L.A., like, every night. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because yeah. a mass shooting just means multiple people got shot. Like, I think the definition but, of mass shooting is, like, two or more. Or yeah, it's or, like, that's what I'm saying. It's not even yeah. that much. And and you see them all, and they all have that catatonic look, like you know, like the Batman guy, the guy in Buffalo, the U, the Uvalde or whatever. I don't know if I'm saying it right. I'm I'm not always the best at pronunciations. I just kind of like wing it. <laughs> well, and almost but, all of the school shooters, especially, were either on antidepressants or had just recently stopped taking them. Exactly. I don't know if that's part of the propaganda either, or if it's genuinely fucking their head up. I believe either one. Well, I know. I think Whitney Webb did a good little piece on. Um, SSRIs and school shooters and like these mass shooters and turns out they're all on them like every single one so like that's something and I think these SSRIs like I'm not a big fan of like I am all promote mental health I think there's a lot of things that we can improve with mental health I think pills can help but I think they're more of a tool to get like to me it's like a tool when you're so far gone right like you it's need it to like yeah, and, and it's also should only pry you away from it, in my opinion. Like, okay, now right. you're 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 that 90 days past. Let's start getting you some real help. Like now you're not at that point in overturn. You we're we're getting you closer to here. Now let's get you to, to talk more. Let's uh what's going on, figure out how you're gonna grow or go outside, walk, you know what I'm saying? Just little simple things that could uh really improve your mental health. But I think that how we live is give them a pill. Hey, my heart's bad, you're fat. Here's a pill. Hey, I'm crazy. I want to kill people. Here's a pill. Like it's just the pill mill yep. is just boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I think anybody with mental health problems should first go see a Chinese doctor because those guys they're more holistic. They'll they'll be like, well, what is your diet like? Do you exercise? Uh, are you overweight? You know, they they go over things like that and then go, okay, well, here's my prescription. Start extra exercising three times a week. Till the point where you just get tire yourself out as much as long as that takes, just tire yourself but out. That's so much more work than taking a pill. I know, but then you'll lose weight. And like Rogan says about exercising, he's like, you got to work the demons out. Like if you just run and lift weights till you can barely hold a cup of water, you're not going to give much of a shit about anything, and your depression will go away very quickly because you're just, whew, I'm tired. And then you do it again the next day, and then oh, you start realizing oh, I shouldn't probably eat McDonald's all the time. That might have something. They have a lot of endocrine disruptors in there um, that could do something, you know, with hormones and mental state. And so, but instead you go to a Western doctor and just like you said, pop, take this. 
We have a pill for that. Instead of use your brain to be creative or engage with others or meditate instead of just staring at a screen all day. Maybe go hiking and meditate on a mountain or something. See if that works. Like it's peaceful as fuck out there. It's hard to give a shit about politics when you're out in the mountains. (laughs) And at the same time, it's like, get your perspective, reel it in. Like I enjoy it. Not always enjoy because sometimes it's like horrible following politics, but I think it's funny. Like sometimes I'll just go to my mom's house and we'll just sit around and like if she likes to watch Fox News and stuff. And I and our pastime is I'll just sit there and I will give my like as they talk, I give my own little like, you know, I'm doing the play by play. You know what I mean? And I just awesome. yeah. you need to do a separate show with that. I would watch. <laughs> That's hilarious. Just like a mystery science theater 3000 thing or whatever. Yeah. Where you're talking over them. That, that is yeah, I'm just usually talking crap. Too. Like, you know, I'll be like, yeah. look at blocking over here. Like. It was his eyes crossed, like, or I'll be like, he looks like this one one reporter. He looks like Dilbert to me. Like, I'm like, oh, there's Dilbert. Like, you know, I got names for all of them. <laughs> no, I look, I look at politics like that too. It's like pro wrestling, and I was never into pro wrestling, but I get it. I get the correlation there, where it's just like they're hyping this one guy up, and then he has a he, his arch nemesis over here, and they're hyping that guy up, and then. They get in the ring and they do their thing, and then one of them wins, and you're all mad because the one won. And it's gonna be based on the lead up, you can totally like tell these. all the fake moves that were in there. And <laughs> <laughs> but I did want to uh, ask you a little bit because you mentioned clones earlier. Um, I love talking about clones and stuff because I not only think it's possible, I think it's been possible and in use for a long time. Uh, I brought this up several times on the show. Dolly the sheep was the first official cloned animal which means they were working on that shit for decades before that this is just the first one they showed to the public so if you don't think oh no there's laws against cloning humans you can't you can't do that yeah there's laws against a lot of fucking shit and we do it anyway so what do you think about the uh, possibility I, I don't mean like politicians although that's possible but like in general like how many clones are walking out there and that could be the npc effect like they're just clones well, and there's tons of clones, like like as far as animal wise, right? We they, we know that there's like cow clones, chicken clones, like they can clone stuff. As far as a human, like it's hard for me to like. I think there is. I don't think there is that prevalent as people think because as they also have been working on a long time. There's also been a lot of problems, right? There was that one I forgot his name, but that French doctor that he was really trying to perfect the uh, a different type of clone where he was cloning like the the. Uh, inside of a, a womb, right? Like, or inside of incubators, and they were trying to do stuff like that. But there was also a very law, a bad, like you know, turnout, right? They don't always come out like you think, right? Then, like, think sloth from the Goonies, right? I'm sure that there's like those types of of clones, like this whole art of like they have it perfected. Like, I think an animal is a little bit different; it's a little easier. And then, to me, I believe we all have souls, and I think that can't be replicated. I think there's some degrees like so I'm not against the clones. I know for sure that the cloning exists and I know people probably have been cloned for sure. We know animals have been cloned, but I don't think it's as prevalent as people would like to see like, oh, there's a new clone from Paris Hilton. Hey, here's the new Joe Biden clone. Like I would be more to believe that the Joe Bidens, if you wanted to say anything, would be a mask because we know for a fact we could go see those CIA masks that are like so realistic. We just talked about that the other day. They're, the masks are crazy now. You can buy yeah. consumer masks. That- yeah, if there's cloning, I'm sorry. I, th- I feel like it's deep in an underground military base somewhere. They're just being tested on. They're not really out in the public yet. Or maybe they are, but 
I don't, they might have had a few I test think runs. That they're cloning famous people because there's too much, too much risk in that right now. Yeah, and it, it, you know, if you unless watch, they've got it down pat. If knows? you watch science fiction about clones, it, there's differing opinions on how that works. Like, do you do you make a clone, and but it starts off as a clump of cells and grows into a baby in an artificial womb, and then it takes as long to get like if it takes that long to make a clone, like an actual lifetime. Then no, I don't think that's what's happening. But if you can make a clone that's the same age as you the next day, like Westworld style, then... yeah, like the island, like we just watched the island, yeah, the island. yesterday. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that, but that's one of my favorite movies. But that's how the clones. Have you seen it? I don't think so. It's uh, a yeah, who's in it? Scarlett Johansson and uh, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor, yeah. No, yeah, because I was thinking of this other one. It was like an island, but it was different. It was like, yeah, it wasn't that one. No, go watch you know, it. Uh, it's great. But I, I'm glad you brought up masks because I we, I think we just talked about that on a yeah, show the other day. I'm like, you with Fauci, Biden, and I know this is like deep fucking conspiracy world. But like, if you look at the videos and you can, it could just be resolution problems or something. But I don't know. I have had pretty bad resolution picture videos of myself, and it never looked like my neck was coming apart from my the rest of my body. And that's what these look yeah. like. Like it's it's wild. And then you see ads for. Uh, lifelike masks on Facebook and you can look like an old man pretty easily. And it is crazy how much it moves with your face. It's like, I don't know if it's silicone or whatever, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I would be more uh, leaning towards masks or makeup or something like that too. Cause I mean, you know, the Biden thing with his ears, that's, yeah. that's an old one at this point, but unless he had massive plastic surgery to attach or detach his ear, like that doesn't happen in your life. And that, that doesn't, just go go the other way naturally at least and there and, and we don't know if the pictures are real too either you know it could be someone just trying to cause division by saying look at this he's fake everybody's fake and gay it's all fake and gay okay. who cares everything is yeah and i'm i'm more to believe that if the cloning is more of like embryo cloning you know what i mean like you have to take time it just seems so crazy like to be like yeah we could just get you a clone like within like 24 hours like that just seems unrealistic and i know people like to give a lot of like credit to like these elites like they're like so much smarter they got all these stuff but there is proof of a lot of these like there's like in the occultic world they have the like the whole crimeas right the crimeas that's like with the the ancient crimea is like um i think it's like homer talked about him and it's like a lion with like a snake and like all these different like you know creatures put together i think that kind of like gene splicing and cloning go hand in hand i personally that's Speaking just chimeras yeah. yeah 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 that's, that's the only that's way i can think of it one. yeah that that's wild to think about maybe that's what bigfoot is it's just a chimera gone wrong but yeah oops sorry um where was i gonna go next i had it in my head and then it just did you hear it far i did right but what about crisper remember when they introduced oh, that's CRISPR? A whole other, yeah. that is you could a hundred percent make a clone. They they talked about it like you just unzip the DNA strand and you do whatever yeah. you want. Zip it back up and boom, you're good to go. That's fucking scary. And they, I mean, they, uh, as far as we've been told, that one Chinese doctor tried to make or did like genetically alter twins or something like that so that they wouldn't get AIDS. I think that's what it was. Don't quote me on that. But he like took some gene out or put some gene in so that they would be less predisposed to getting certain disease or something like that. And apparently the uh, ethics behind that was a little bit questioned, but it's China. Yeah. So kind of do whatever they want. 
Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't. It was probably some Uyghur baby or something. Yeah. But <laughs> they that's one step away from designer babies, though. Yeah. And they'll start it off by saying, but you can have these health traits. Your child will be healthy. They won't be predisposed to having heart disease or diabetes or whatever. And then it turns into like blue eyes, blonde hair. I want them to be a muscular build in 510 and, you know, whatever you want to do, they can they can make it for you. That is a great uh, sci-fi idea that in the future, it's just like making an avatar for a game. You just build a baby. It's like Build-A-Bear, but you just build a baby on your phone and then it gets FedEx to you the next day and you're like, oh, look, our new baby. You don't, don't you don't make it normal. Because yeah. I mean, surrogates is a thing like that we hear about, right? Like all the celebrities have surrogates. Like That to me is like the platform they jump off of because... They get the people that are in this, the limelight that people idolize and they're doing it and then it becomes acceptable. And I think that then when you're an elitist or you're in this certain upper echelons or whatever we want to call it, you're in this different category, you could probably pick everything you want. But when you're on the lower end of the spectrum, you can still have a kid probably, but then they get to choose and then they get to split and put what they want into it. So you know what I mean? Maybe they're more docile, maybe they're more compliant, and maybe they're more worker bees. That I could see more of that playing a part because I do believe a lot in to more than cloning being a problem. I think the transhumanism of merging the man with machine, which we're seeing everywhere, is more what's going on right now, especially with like Neuralink and um I mean Elon was tweeting the other day like, yeah, we're we're about to be like, you know, the the whole human consciousness, you know what I mean? Like like his ex, you know, because X is supposed to be everything. Now that that's why when people were cheering him on, I was like, I don't know, man, you kind of need to watch what you're doing because his neural link, he already started tests on humans. And that's what they're gonna that it's gonna be the design of that. I think clones are something that you can use, but you would have to put like AI in them. Like I think you could get like maybe you can make a clone of me, but after a while, it couldn't be right away. But with the oh, neural yeah, link, you can shove that in your like brain. Yeah, I'm not saying a clone of me or you would be me or you. I think it would be like an empty vessel thing. And yeah, it would have to be some kind of AI or something. But uh, oh, that's what I was going to say when you were talking about giving the elites too much credit. And then you brought up Elon Musk. Yeah, it's not that they're so much smarter than us. No, they just have a lot more money and influence and they pay smart people to do what they want. Look at Elon. He's not writing code for Tesla. He's paying engineers to come up with this shit. And he's like, hey. You know, it'd be funny. Make the horn a fart. (laughs) I don't think he's near as smart. I mean, he's probably a brilliant businessman, but he's not, he's not this like, he's good at hiring people. And that is a under undervalued, like uh, talent. Cause not everybody's good at hiring people. He is very good at hiring people. And like, I remember I was like, you know, years ago, I thought Elon was pretty cool. I was like, Oh man, maybe he's like, you know, he's this entrepreneur. And then I found out, I was like, Oh, he just bought Tesla. I was like, he didn't even invent it. Like he didn't even come up with the idea. And then, so then I looked more and like, you're like, man, he hasn't come with anything, but uh, he is very good at hiring the right people, which is, I will give him credit on that. It is an undervalued skill, like to get the right people that will get the job done. Now, does it make him a genius? It just means that is a skill that he's good at. Yeah. And I think that that's with a lot of these, uh, you know, upper, I, I hate calling them elites, but you know who I'm talking about. The billionaires, the people, you know, Jeff Bezos, that kind of people. Like they're, I, 
I think they're more evil than smart. And evil will get you a long way in the business world. If you're willing to crush some people's necks on the way up to the top, uh, yep. you're just a psychopath. You're not brilliantly smart. You're just a fucked up individual. That's pretty much it. Yeah, it's easy to do. You know, like you can be ruthless and in business, but these business too is like, because nobody really knows. Like, I just also find it funny when you talk about business. The godfather of PR is also the godfather of propaganda, Edward Bernays. Edward Bernays, and we don't talk about him enough. I feel, I believe if they wanted us, but they don't, we would be talking about him in school. We'd be reading the book Propaganda because it goes hand in hand. Once you understand propaganda, you understand marketing. Once you understand marketing, you understand propaganda. And that is what it, everything is. This whole Vax stuff was marketing, right? Hey, get a donut. Hey, like they tried all kinds of different things. Hey, here's a celebrity. Like, look at now. Uh, what what did Aaron Rodgers call him? Uh, Mr. Pfizer, like Travis yeah. Kelsey's like you could take. I could take both vaccines. I could take the fi uh, the uh, mRNA and I could take the RSV one. He's like I could take two of it. Like that's the kind of marketing that they're trying to get because they're like, well, people like him. There's so many people that don't understand marketing or what it's doing. That's why they're easily fall into these traps. Marketing is yeah. the worst. As soon as I feel like something, Gross. a commercial or anything that I see is enticing me to do what it's supposed to do, if I notice it, which I typically do, I'm like, oh, no, fuck, I don't want that. Just because <laughs> sometimes if it's coffee or whatever, but if I'm like, if I look at a sign or something or see a commercial and something looks delicious, I'm like, what are they really doing behind the scenes there? Because it's something else. It's not I don't know. There's like some subliminal message behind there that's like, you want this burger, you want this burger. <laughs> yeah. When's the last time you saw a commercial, like a 30 second commercial for fresh fruits and veggies? Right? Like where they're just like, look at this delicious salad with like non-GMO tomatoes on it. And <laughs> Single pharmaceutical <laughs> commercial, which the United States is like one of few countries that's allowed to even have those. And everyone's exercising. Every single person <laughs> is exercising and every pharmaceutical affects your liver first. So a lot of people gain tons of weight as soon as you start taking anything, whether it's for your breathing or for heart problem, whatever it is, your liver will process that shit before anything else because it's so foreign. It's like, get it out. Yeah. So if you <laughs> eat a bunch of food, anything, well, that isn't, you know, fresh, it's going to sit there and it's going to wait. And every single day it's going to wait. So you get bigger and bigger. But anyway, so every person's exercising. They're happy. They're so excited. They're like, go out and get this. And it's not even for mental health. It could be for like AIDS prevention or something. You know, it, it's ridiculous. Like you can be a hiker. You can hike Mount Everest and also take whatever the fuck. My cock's a flopping. Yeah. Well, we everybody, <laughs> uh, Mitch, the orgone donor the other day. And apparently I need to try this sometime, but apparently one of the best things you can do is literally don't eat or drink for 24 hours. He calls it what it autophagia or something like that. Oh, yeah. I think but so. yeah, he, he calls it a dry fast where you don't even drink water or eat anything for 24 hours. Then after that, you can drink fluids again. But you still he went on like a 72 hour fast where he didn't eat anything. And I think after he drank water, though. He drank water after the first, like, 24. And he's like, you'll drop 10 pounds in three days because oh, it's yeah. burning through all your fat cells. And he's like, you don't get dehydrated, though, because it's it's pulling water out of everything. And Well, they say you start healing, too, because, like, your body goes into, like, shock mode. Like, hey, we need to start burning this fat. We're, hey, we need to, like, we got to get something's going wrong, right? We, we got to get this right. And I think that we're so uh, stuck with all that. I and mean, when, when you talk about marketing, right? 
you saying like, oh man, that burger looks good. When is it played at one o'clock when they know people are coming from a bar? When is a pharmaceutical ad played predominantly on news organizations where there's elderly people or people like in their later stages of life, like not even like super like I'm getting there too. I'm 40. It's a now, known so like, fact. 60% of revenue to the media is pharmaceutical companies. Exactly. You wonder why this was pushed so hard in 2020. Like it's not hard to see. So another thing Mitch, the organ donor said was that during this, I forget what it, is it autophagy or something? He's like, autophagy. Yeah. Something like that. But your body will actually start digesting your damaged cells, the cells that cause you to get sick, the cells that will prevent you from healing yeah, your body will process. Those. Your body's like, I got nothing else to do. Let's start fucking up this cancer cell or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, one of the best things you can do is just stop intaking anything. And that's a good, uh, like detox in itself. Cause if you want to detox, you got to stop putting the toxins in first. So if you're putting literally nothing into your face hole, then all the shit's going to come out. You might not poop for a day or two, which would be weird yeah. for me. I'm used to doing that, but I got to try it sometime. Like it, it, it'll be a commitment because it's ever promoting that, I guess, is our point. They're promoting yeah. fast food restaurants or sodas and pizzas and things that are they're terrible for you. But I'm not saying I never eat those things or say you should never eat that or you'll die. It's fine. Everything in moderation. No big deal. But they're promoting it every day. Like you have to have this. If you don't have this, you're an idiot. Yeah. Well, it becomes an addiction too. Like now that you're like eating that certain thing and your your body becomes adapt to it. Like they want that. Like if you haven't eaten fast food in a while and you go to like a really, you know, not the best of places, you're going to feel sick after a while. Like if you've been eating clean for a while and then you go to eat fast food, you feel sick the next day. Like, you know, your, your stomach's all over the place. Dude, oh, yeah. That totally happened to me when I, I door dashed in 2020. So I got laid off. I was working with kids face to face and obviously they laid off our whole division. So yeah. I was door dashing for a month before I got another job and I hadn't eaten fast food in probably I don't even know, three years, four years. It was years. And I smelled Burger King in my car and I was like, oh my God, this smells so good. I'm going to get one cheeseburger. No big deal. <laughs> just one. And I ate a cheeseburger and I also ate some fries and I was so excited eating it. And I was so, I didn't just feel, I didn't feel sick. It wasn't like I had diarrhea or threw up. It wasn't like that. My whole body started swelling. Oh, it yeah. felt like I couldn't. And I wasn't, it, yeah, it was super weird. Like my hands got really swollen and I just felt awful. And I can't explain it. I didn't feel nauseous. I didn't feel like my stomach hurt. My whole body just felt terrible. And uh, yeah, it's a yeah, systemic it's, feeling. It's not like, yeah. I remember feeling like that when I ate Carl's Jr. one time. I was looking for my Carl's Jr. drops, but uh, yeah, they, I, there's something about, I don't know what they do to their shit, but it's probably just not real food. But I hadn't eaten there in forever. And I, was hung over one day and I'm like, you know what'll fix that? Carl's Jr. I got this big ass burger and my gut felt like a pile of rocks for like 12 hours after that. I didn't want to eat. Couldn't uh -huh. and I I just felt awful. And I'm like, this is not just a hangover because my hangovers get over, you know, pretty quick. This was yeah. the entire rest of the day I felt like ass. And I'm like could it have been Carl's? Was it food poisoning or is that just what <laughs> it makes you feel like? When you have a hangover, you have to fast. It seems like you want to eat and have a bunch of greasy food, but your liver is still processing all the garbage that you had the night before. So eating more garbage for it to process, it's just going to sit there and be backed up and it's going to make you feel like shit. I usually just drink I try water. To fast, if I'm gnarly but... hungover, I just try to drink water and get some electrolytes in there. I'm like, try that's all you need. Hungover. Just well, yeah, I know there's that too. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you could, what I try to do to, to, to not get a hangover is I just try to periodically drink water, right? The, the rule is one to two drinks, water, one to two drinks, water. Like if you can keep that 
it's not it's easier said than done at times especially when you're out and about and you're kind of like having too good of a if time. you're at a barbecue or something yeah. like that that's different but, but yeah. that's why when you have hard liquor sometimes it's a little bit better because then the ice melts into it and then you're like oh and that's a little bit of water and it does i'm telling you like and it and i think it's our bodies how we adapt to because for some reason i could drink jameson forever like i mean obviously i i, I could get but I, I i could drink a whole bottle of it but i and what I drink it with is apple juice. Like I like apple juice with Jameson. It's it's super good. And sometimes I'll cut up. Oh, so good apple for your liver, that. though. That's probably why. So you're <laughs> helping your body by drinking apple his juice. His liver's at the like same whispering time. in his ear. He's like, "Hey, apple juice." Oh, man, you should see how crazy they look at you when you go to a bar and you're like, "Yeah, can I get a Jameson apple juice?" They're like, "We do have apple juice." I'm like, "Dude, it's juice, bro." Like they're like, "We got orange juice. We don't got like I've only found like two bars that ever have the apple juice." And I'm like, "So you just bring your own I, apple juice?" Just bring your own <laughs> juice. <laughs> sometimes, like sometimes bring a Capri Sun. You could also do lemonade sometimes too. Lemonade's pretty good oh, for uh, right. with Jameson. It tastes pretty good. No, uh, shout shout out our buddy Corey. He's a Jameson head. Are you alive, Corey? Uh, hit me up. I've heard he's from not you a, a Jameson head anymore. Uh, he's well, periodically, ish. but yeah. No, my uh, the coworkers, me too. <laughs> one of my coworkers taught me that trick where he he drank the cheapest of whiskeys. I, I don't know if it was black velvet or it was or Canadian oh. it was something gross too, but he drank it for years and the, he's like, I'm never fucking hung over Joseph. Like I don't, I don't get hung over. You know why? He's like, I pour a bunch of ice in a cup and I pour one finger of whiskey and the rest of it's water. And then I sip it like it's a, like it's a full glass of whiskey. And then I get a new drink, do the same thing. One finger. He's like, you got to stick to that though. He's like, the problem is that the drunker you get, the more whiskey you pour in it. He's like, no, keep it to one finger, rest water, and you will not get hung over. I mean, it works kind of. It depends on how much. I, I think it works though. Yeah. <laughs> eventually. It's like beard too. Like, like me and my brother, like he always says, cause like now I have to always get a cup and like try to pour it out because when you open it, it's like, you know, it has all that fermentation and then that's going to happen until you let it, settle and when we're drinking it straight from the bottle or the can or whatever it's like not settling it's just going straight into us and settling in our stomach and then later on you know you can feel crappier because of that i think or like you were saying like you know i'm sure your liver processes it way slower yeah, oh, yeah there's a so with the gut biome thing and we can close up here in a minute but uh with the gut biome thing that i think that's more important than most people realize too i think that's becoming more mainstream but uh, there was an ad I heard on, I don't know if it was Sam's show or something, but it was like a some kind of probiotic uh, for when you're drinking. So it's something that like targets the alcohol and digests it quicker or gets rid of it quicker. And it's supposed to be like the shit hangover cure because and you don't get like too fucked up because it like starts attacking the alcohol as soon as it gets in there and it like gets it out of your system quicker. So I do have to try that out. But most of the hangover cures are just bullshit. Most it's of just them. drink more. Like, They're like, just drink more. No. That's what. Yeah. That's the old school cure. They're like, are you hungover? Just drink another one. <laughs> yeah, but then you get to you my know, old roommate's you know spot. When, when that happens, though, so there's been some questionable times. We bought our house in 2020, and we were so excited. People came over every day. We're like, we bought our house. Come on over. And we were drinking way more than we should have been all the time. It was and summer. I, I remember in the morning, I would have a terrible headache, and I hadn't felt hungover really i mean very few and far between in my life you know you have one day whatever but i was like this is awful what do i do and joe's like did you try drinking one and i'm like no that sounds terrible and when i did i felt better <laughs> and i learned but you have that to keep it a one 
Yeah, otherwise you well, just like you said, Joe. Then because if you go more, then you're just gonna keep going back on the wagon, and then it's like the no, so cycle. no. But you drink yourself sober. So what happens to me? It, it's very rare I, that I even get to a point where I'm hungover. But I, if I'm, I feel like shit, and I drink one the next day, and then I drink a couple more after that. I all of a sudden just feel fine. So maybe I'm an alcoholic. Maybe that's what that that's means. Probably Actually, I think that that's what that means. Never mind. No, I've done that before <laughs> where like or you're good at it. <laughs> yeah, we'll call it good. It's awesome. No, nights when uh, we ha- do a little too much, uh sometimes I'll get up at like three or four in the morning and take a piss. And I can tell, and I don't do this on weekdays, obviously. I drive for a living, but if I get up at three or four and I look at the time, I'm like, shit, I'm gonna feel like ass. I need I'm just gonna go slam a beer real quick. And you go right back to sleep you and you that? feel Oh yeah, I've done it a bunch. What? And you go right back to, <laughs> and you feel way better when you wake up. Yeah, it's awesome. All right. It's called alcoholism. Get with the program. <laughs> I <laughs> guess it had that that NBC like, the more correct. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The more you know. You're in the middle of the, the night. Uh so this episode is brought to you by what to by Carl's Jr. I found my Carl's Jr. That's awesome. And Pfizer. Uh why do you say that all the time? Because they pay me every time I do. If you were so smart, why wouldn't you do that? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Well, dude, uh, let us know where where the people can find you and uh, any other pertinent information to your show. And tell Joel we said hi as well. I will. Um, you can find everything at killthemockingbirds.com or go to any podcast streaming platform at Kill the Mockingbirds and go to Instagram at Kill the Mockingbirds Podcast. And you can go check out my music, Sean Chris, on all music streaming platforms. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Killthemockingbirds.com is the easiest way to get everywhere. Awesome. Yeah. Well, appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thanks so much. Uh, thanks, everybody on Rockfin, everybody on audio, everybody on YouTube, all uh, 60 of you. <laughs> all right. Have a good night.